Mango Mustache Media. Ladies and gentlemen, and I want to thank you for listening to Historically Inaccurate. Was I pointing at the wrong camera? I think so. It doesn't matter, because this is Historically Inaccurate, the greatest history show ever. Ever created! Yes! And it's produced by Mango Mustache Media and distributed by Mango Mustache Media. They do both! You do both. And honestly, without you, we wouldn't be here. Without you, I am incomplete, both Mango Mustache-wise and Are you talking to me or are you talking to the listener? Both. You. Me. Are you talking to Mango Mustache Media? Are you talking to Alex Schulte? Are you talking... I don't usually say my both my first and last name when I'm talking in the third person, which I both. do a lot, I guess. I'm talking to everybody. Um, Without you, the listener, wouldn't be here. Without Alex Schulte, wouldn't be here. Without Mango Mustache Media, wouldn't be here. Without me, wouldn't be here. Without Arturo being here, we're being our producer we today. We have a first-time producer in the studio. We fired uh, Shelby, your girlfriend. She was unavailable, um, but... Fired. I mean, just kidding. We fired her because she's go. horrible. She just couldn't handle the pressure. And we have Arturo, who is host of Chicano Chingon. Cross promo. Go and check that show out. Hey, Alex just did an awesome cross promo. So let me remind you that at the end of today's episode, whoever loses today's game of spelling is getting hit with the fly swatter. Maybe in the face. Will Alex agree to it? Let's find out. Nice job. Yeah. I swear to God, you're too good. How did he learn so quickly? It's awesome. I was going to just call myself God real quick, but... What What was that noise? (laughs) Wait. Wait, how did you... There's... How did he know how to press those buttons? I didn't... Did you teach him that? I kind of taught him... He has too much power! I'm a victim, and I learned... He, is- I did it to him not too long ago, so that's funny. I, Whoa. I, I, that's cool. He knows how to do the monster button. He buttons. has too much power. This man has too much power. The okay. minute he said it, it was over. He's like, he Arthur, everything. He's like, I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm gonna press that that's- monster voice button or that god voice button for I'm, sure. I'm concerned with the amount of power we've given to. All right, Arturo, welcome but to historically matter. inaccurate. Like he said, uh, that's Jake Trumper. I'm Alex Schulte. Arturo Barrios is producing for us today. And I've got a fun fact for you. It's really fun. Better be. It's about a David and Goliath story. Oh, really? Hamburgers. Oh. A king of burgers. Is it? it wait, a king of burgers. Let me guess. <laughs> Is it Arby's? We Chick-fil-A. got the meat. Oh. No, it's Burger King. Chick-fil-A doesn't have burgers, right? No, that yeah, they yeah, only that do was, chicken. They literally only do chicken. Yeah. That's why their cows say eat more chicken. Anyways, the fun fact That's today. Right. That's a good ad. Is it's very good. Today's. Fun fact for you. It's going to blow your mind is about Burger King, first established 1974 in Florida. Now, Burger King gets the trademark for Burger King worldwide. They're taking over, dominating, franchising, blowing up, bigger than ever. First two brothers decide, hey, we're going to make Burger King after they see what McDonald's is doing, before McDonald's even blew up. And those two brothers, eh, they do fine. It's okay. And then other guys take over, and boom, it's big, it's booming, and they're going to Illinois. But little did they know. There's a little town in Illinois. Little did they know. That has a Burger King. 
but a local restaurant called Burger King that was established in 1972. Now, this restaurant did not file for the trademark Burger King. Because <laughs> why would you do why that? Why would you do that as a local business? Right. Why would you do that? You're like, I'm in Illinois. So the corporation Burger King is like, hmm, yeah, let's take this to court. We want you to change your name. And the little Burger King's like, nope, I won't do that. And the court goes, well, the corporation Burger King has it trademarked everywhere, but you are two years older than they are. So... Burger King, the corporation, owns the name globally, except for that little town in Illinois <laughs> within like a, just a certain X mile radius. Uh, There's going to be no corporation Burger Kings, that little family restaurant. I feel like that little family, like they're like, we're starting our own country and it's in the middle of Illinois. Anything Burger King. Here, I'll pay you in $1 million and they hand you the money and it's it's just like a picture of that guy's face. Burger Bucks. Burger, Here's your burger, burger bucks. bucks. Yeah, burger bucks. And you're like, oh, I thought this was okay. And you're like, oh wow, that's have you seen Better Call Saul? That's what made me think yeah, of that. The guy, the guy who's like, I'm starting my own country. Here's a million dollars. That's what made me think of that just now. That's exactly Monopoly money, literally. Right, right. Uh, he's like, how's two million sound? If you make my you become my lawyer right now, I'll give you two million dollars. And Saul's like, oh my God, absolutely. This is the this is I'm finally my big break. And yeah, the guy brings out a suitcase, opens it up, and I imagine he's like, essentially Doug Dimmadome from I'm Doug Dimmadome from uh, uh, the Fairly Dim's Odd Dim's Parents. Dim-a-dome. You know, I um I imagine that the Burger King, the small family Burger King, yeah, when they hired their lawyer, they told the lawyer, they're like, "You can have fifty percent of our company." The lawyer's like, 50 percent of Burger King, yeah." <laughs> and it's like, "No, our family-owned Burger King." That's a joke. That part's not one of the fun facts. We're just we're just riffing here. Uh, well, yeah. And what is? Oh, that was the fun fact. That's your fun fact is, of the day. Is that Burger King uh, owns a lot, except, except for, this for that one little spot. spot in Illinois, which has a Burger King as well, but yeah. it's not the franchise Burger King, and that's how a little family restaurant beat the big corporation in that little area. Oh my God, Alex. What Dude, are you, are you feeling okay? You're looking a little different. I'm feeling bubbly inside. It could be the, the soda pop I'm drinking over here. Oh. Oh. You know what? I feel something coming over me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something that's going to blow your mind. All right. What's about to happen? I'm going to transform myself into a scholar okay. um, of history. Okay. I'm very excited to see how this happens. And... Not only that, but I'm going to become a woman. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my God, that was a good record. Dude. He's waiting. He is a, he's good. He's on it. He's on he's it. He's too on it. It's right. scary. I like my producers not knowing what they're doing. <laughs> it's too much power. But okay, go ahead and here do I your go. transformation. I'm now going to trans I'm going to transform. Wait, you should go here because this is where you'll probably oh, be yeah, sitting. Yeah. We're def- this is this is this is podcast magic right now, uh, baby. All right, here we go. Uh let's go to the wide shot for this one, producer Arturo. And here I go. Whoa, Alex, you're a doctor now. Wow, that's crazy. The, the the power and magic of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to bring on a teacher that I had in high school. She was one of the smartest teachers I had. I was always like trying my best to not sound dumb in front of her because I was like, if I say one dumb thing, it's over. She won't think I'm smart anymore. I don't know if you did think I was smart or not, but in my head, I was like, she put me in the front of the class. I'm smart. Or it was because I was really dumb. We'll find out, ladies and gentlemen, Doc Jones. Ah, uh, thank you, Jake. I have nothing but good memories of you, sir. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I have been at WASH since 2010 teaching AP US history, and few students stick out in my mind more than you. I was honored that you came onto the podcast as well. I was like, it would have been a really bad omen if I was like, hey, will you come on the podcast? You're like, no. 
no. Don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> Don't ever message me again, Jake. So I was, that was a really good feeling where as a teacher that mm-hmm. I not only respected but looked up to was like, I'll come on to your history podcast and talk some history. And I was really excited. Uh, we were talking about Burger King early, me, mm-hmm. me and Alex, just a fun little Burger King story. Yes. And you were like, I want to keep that trend going. So hamburgers yeah. is what we're talking about. Yeah. I know we're talking more meat and hamburgers. <laughs> it's going to be great. I had a misconception. Mm-hmm. Um Back when I was learning about this, I actually, when you messaged me this, I was like, yeah. I remember learning about this. Yeah. It's a World War II thing. They wanted to call it Liberty Sandwiches. Right. Then I went back, did some more research into it now, mm-hmm. and I learned that the internet lied to me. <laughs> and as it does. As it does. Yeah. The, the internet is historically incorrect, which, right. that's the name of the show. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty. Um, <laughs> well, so, <laughs> yeah. What a great quinky dink there. Um, so actually, I think it came up in class, if I remember, when we were talking about, uh, Iraq and Liberty Fries. Yes. Okay. Or so Freedom Fries. Freedom, freedom Fries. fries. So you've yeah. got, it's so interesting, like all the fast food, they're yeah. like, Liberty, Freedom, Fast Food, America. Yeah. And then it just repeats. Like we did the exact same thing in the World Wars that we did in, you know, the, Which is the Gulf War. Very interesting. And yeah. when it comes to hamburgers, so originally... In World War One, you're mm-hmm. actually telling me more about this before we started yeah. filming. Yeah, the history of it's just crazy because I didn't know how much anti-German like propaganda right. there was during World War One. Do you right. want to talk about that? Sure. I think that when most people think about Germans and World Wars, mm-hmm. we get super caught up in World War Two because of the Holocaust yes. and how absolutely horrific that was, and so it would make sense. To just go, oh, it must be World War II mm-hmm. that, that we didn't want to use those terminology. Uh, but actually, it was World War One where there was super, super, super strong anti-German sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, schools stopped teaching German. There were liberty leagues that, that kind of policed, almost bullied um, citizens to turn in people that they thought were being sympathetic to Germany. Really? Mm-hmm. And because there were still a lot of first and second generation German immigrants that had relatives Mm -hmm. um, in Germany. And so there's a lot of concern. Yeah, my grandfather was actually a first generation German immigrant. Okay. So he probably experienced some of that. Sure. I've never... I thought to, I was a kid when he was around, so I never thought to right. ask. I wasn't like, Grandpa, what was it like being a German in America? But it, it's such a that's such an interesting concept of how many first, second generations mm-hmm. there were in America at the time. And obviously, my grandfather not alive during World War One, right. but it's interesting how many German immigrants not only came to America but Iowa in yeah. particular. You're telling yes. me about that, so I can only imagine what it was like. So World War One happens, we're like. Germans, bad, bad. No more bad. Germans. So bad. hamburgers, get them out of here. And they were called Liberty Steaks. Liberty Steaks, Liberty Sandwiches, okay. both, and and kind of a slew of things. You know, sauerkraut became Liberty Cabbage. No, mm-hmm. Liberty Cabbage. Liberty Cabbage. Do you like sauerkraut? On occasion. I, I've never had sauerkraut. My whole family loves it. They put it on their brats. <laughs> Yeah, of right? course. That's what you do. Producer, who's definitely not Alex, sitting over to the side. Did you <laughs> used to have? Do you eat that too? Um, hey, this is producer is definitely not Alex. Yeah, <laughs> I love sauerkraut. Do you really? Hell yeah! Sauerkraut is all. What is no, happening? No, it's so good and it's super good for you. And I just had it on pizza. What? Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. To- Apparently, it's a Dubuque, Iowa specialty. And what? Does Dubuque with uh, Canadian bacon. So instead of pineapple, they do sauerkraut. That's worse. That's so I'm much sorry. worse than pineapple. I'm sorry. So no, they still do the pineapple. It's instead of the Canadian bacon, they do sauerkraut. 
No, it's no, the other. they do Canadian bacon and, and sauerkraut, sauerkraut on pizza. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. So that's Liberty Cabbage. So they're putting it's Liberty, Liberty Cabbage right on, on the, the pizza. pizza. Right. What's more American than that? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> right? hey, nothing gets more American than Liberty Cabbage on some pizza. God but, bless. Yeah. So, and we even took down, like, and Iowa was not alone in this, but changing mm-hmm. towns from, but we had a lot of Berlins in the middle, oh, in okay. the Midwest. Gotcha. And a lot of Berlins were changed to Liberty, including the one in Iowa. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? So, was there a reason that during that time, pre World War One, so many German immigrants were coming to the Midwest? Absolutely, absolutely. So, they the the German immigrants tended to uh, be more middle class okay. and be more farmers in in, gotcha. in their their past lives in Germany. And so, whereas like Irish immigrants that also came over in mm-hmm. droves at the same time tended to come because of reasons of poverty and okay. whatnot. They were staying in the in the East Coast cities looking for jobs. Germans were coming with some capital and were moving to the Midwest. So they could afford to move they to could the Midwest. So the Irish move. basically would be like, we don't we have any money in our pockets we gotta right have where a job. we land. That's yep. where we're staying. Germans could afford yep. to. Yep. Interesting. And okay. in the Midwest resembles the areas they were leaving and, and with see. the farmland and whatnot. Yeah. So they were picking up with what they knew and, and yeah, and started farming. So would it be like entire families of like, not just like mom, dad, son, daughter, but like, they're like, we're bringing the whole crew over situation. Again, or? that would entirely depend on each individual gotcha. family's okay. means, so, needs. Yeah. So they're having it pretty good in America at first. Mm-hmm. And then during World War One, this is just me pulling some random <laughs> thought. Were Germans asked to go back to the motherland to fight or is that like a misconception you see in movies because i know there's movies where they'll be like some german soldier can speak perfect english and they're like i lived in america but i was brought back because of the war would that be completely unheard of no gotcha. but it wouldn't have been like a formal government initiative uh, that it, makes sense you know It'd what i mean a... it would have been more like hey I heard from my uncle. They want us to come back. I see. You if know, someone was like, like super yeah. patriotic for Germany, then and they they're might. like, I don't even like America. And right. They- but I feel like it was much on the flip side in terms of you had these German-American immigrants taking loyalty oaths, similar to kind gotcha. of what we see in, in World War II with Japanese Japanese. So yeah. basically it's World War One. we have super anti-German mm-hmm. stuff, and we're putting yeah. that. And then World War Two. you are telling me this earlier, yeah. it was more anti Japanese, Japanese because stuff. of the attack. Yeah, I see. So that yeah. makes sense. So there was probably during World War II still anti-German. Yes, but, but it was mostly focused on the Japanese World War II, World War One mostly German, which which is so interesting because I feel like so many people don't even really think of World War One. Right. Well, and the the kind of crazy thing is is again similar to kind of today. You know, Americans in particular tend to be very one track minded. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so. When, when, especially for the people living through World War II, mm-hmm. um, where again, like I said, we now always think Germans and the Holocaust, whatever, yeah. they were like Pearl Harbor. We were attacked by Japan. Gotcha. And we were the only ones fighting in the Pacific arena where there was I all see. the allies heavily involved in the European <sighs> theater. So, yes, we were paying attention to the European theater, but for most, for a lot of Americans, they were very, very focused on Japan as, like, the enemy, the person that I drew see. us into the war, or the nation that drew us into the war. That makes sense. Yeah. So, now, going back to World War One, we've mm-hmm. got, we've, we've established that we don't like the Germans, so now we're saying, like, Liberty Cabbage, Liberty mm-hmm. Fries, Liberty <laughs> Steak Sandwiches. Sandwiches, yeah. How does it go... 
back to hamburger being the mainstream, or did it just never time. catch on? Just time. Time. I mean, we don't call uh, French fries Freedom Fries anymore, do we? That's a good point. Yeah. Did, did people just was there it just was not no, as catchy as people yeah, thought it would be? There was no memo. You know, gotcha. it was just, no memo. Um, it just sort of went away with the news cycle. Interesting. Right? The war ends. France is, and you know, and Germany eventually, uh, historically, became our allies. Yes, yep. So as soon as our little tiffs were over. Interesting. You know, you we're just kind of like, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I mean, post-World War One, you start seeing an actual, like, really cool economy. Everyone's kind of, when the economy's better, people are a little bit less angry and mean. So maybe yeah. they're like, hey, I'm actually going to go yeah. buy some cool stuff instead of well, hitting and on a sadder note, oh no! <laughs> I mean, note. like I would have to say, if I really <sighs> anti-immigrant sentiment really kept kept up pretty strong during the twenties. Our that most restrictive oh, yeah. immigration law was in the mid nineteen twenties. Gotcha. Was um, there a, a more hyper focus on a certain group, or was it just immigration in general? They're like, back um, off. I think it's going to be really similar again, like more like Southern Eastern Europe yep. still. Anything associated with labor. And unions, because that gotcha. kind of totally starts to to be seen as one, and there it's very anti labor, anti union, anti communism, anti you know after gotcha. the Bolshevik Revolution yep. at the end of World War One, um, and then it was also a really bad time for race relations. Oh yeah! And, oh know, my God! Yeah! Yeah! I was basically just looking at this one <laughs> thing where I was like, things might have gotten a little bit better for the Germans at home a in little, the twenties, yeah. and yeah. then ignore all the other atrocities <laughs> happening around that. That yeah. one little focus, maybe just yeah. a little bit. Hey, just. So I know yeah. we're like kind of like jumping all over the place here yeah. with everything. We've got the Liberty sandwiches or Liberty steaks mm -hmm. or whatever the people decided to call them right. and everything. Right. Um, where are we? finding kind of the origin of the before the liberty stakes mm -hmm. the hamburger itself yeah is that rooted in kind of the midwest at all or anything or yeah there's germans because there's germans yeah. here so again it goes back to what we were talking about with the german immigrants mm -hmm. and so this whole idea of like a minced meat patty okay does come from hamburg germany um and but it had been referred to as like hamburg steak or the the steak of hamburger or you know kind of a thing but it was much more like what we would think of as salisbury steak can right I, can i admit something real quick yeah i didn't know hamburger germany or hamburg hamburg germany. i didn't know hamburg was i didn't know yeah. that was a real place i um well clearly i wasn't your geography teacher I, yeah no i didn't know that was <laughs> i did not know I, to be fair i also forgot cincinnati ohio was a real place at one point in time okay. i'm not good with geography okay. so so it's not like, so there in Germany, it's not like the normal patty. No, it's no. Like it's kind of like how if you go to, because it wasn't served on bread. But, oh, okay. So it was like a steak duh. because it was just the meat. And then it was like with gravy and onions. So more like a Salisbury steak for, I think, what we think of. Oh, at see. least that's what my microwave dinners were like. Um, but so, okay. yeah. So then when the German immigrants brought it here to the Midwest, um, and I would say like, between 1870 and 1890, fairs and like county fairs and stuff really started being a thing. Um, and that's when they took that minced meat patty and threw it in between two pieces of bread so that people could eat it as fair food and walk around. Same thing with the Frankfurter. That's when the hot dogs became big. So it's like that's where all that comes from is like the, the Midwest fair culture, the farmers, the German immigrants, 
Yeah. So you've got German immigrants kind of going to these fairs mm-hmm. and these markets and yeah. stuff, and they're like, you know what's going to make it easier? Piece well, of bread. Stick it on bread. Some of that bread. And did it, do you know like how long it took to like really? Oh, no, catch, it took off. It took off. like instantly takes it took off. off. It took off, but it didn't, it's not going to go like mainstream until, mm-hmm. of course, the Golden Arches. Fair. That's the Golden Arches. We actually, yeah. I mentioned McDonald's a little bit earlier in this episode, yeah. actually. So that's pretty. The, the history of McDonald's is crazy. It is. As well. And lots but, of good info out there about it. Yeah. That is so, mm-hmm. so Germany. I mean, you blew my mind with that that story, actually. <laughs> okay. Because, no, because like, you're they, like, there are places I didn't think were real. Well, yeah. First of all, learning about a whole new <laughs> aspect of a country, mind-boggling. Because you're just like, oh, that place exists. Let me reassure That's, you. Mordor fiction. Not real. Not real. So that didn't happen. No. Lord of the Rings isn't real. Correct. Did they have? Did they? Have, <laughs> they might have had hamburgers. Did they have hamburgers there for like second real. lunch? Did yeah. they eat the? Yeah. Okay, good yeah. to know. At least as long <laughs> as the fictional characters have their hamburgers in the Midwest, I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, exactly. Just based off this one conversation, I want Alex to turn into you more often because you have <laughs> so much. Like I would just love to talk to you about like Oliver North someday. Oh. I learned about Oliver North as a kid. Yeah. So this is such a like. <laughs> this has nothing to do with World War One anymore. This is just like we're about to wrap up this segment. I was just like, yeah. by the way, Oliver North learned about him in an American Dad episode when they sing a song <laughs> oh, about no. Oliver North, and then I like did a bunch of research as a kid, and then I was like, this guy sucks. And I would love to yeah. learn about. Like, you're talking about like the anti-union yeah. stuff, anti-stuff, and he and Reagan and all of that. Oh, they killed it. Yeah, <laughs> they killed that it. will Sorry. be such an they interesting. Co- yeah. There's so much more to talk about. Well, and you remember. I watched Ollie North testify. No way. Well, yeah. I still think it's weird that like Oliver North like did a bunch of the sketch gun stuff mm-hmm. and then the NRA was like, he was the gun guy. Make him the president. <laughs> He's the president of the guns now. It was yeah. a very interesting. Yeah. I digress. Doc Jones, thank you so much for coming on to teach us about Liberty Fries, <laughs> the atrocities that happen with sauerkraut on pizza. It's <laughs> it's really it was really a treat to have you on. Thank you for being an awesome teacher. Thank you for awesome. being a reoccurring guest on yeah. this goofy podcast. Is there anything else you want to say? Anything you want to promote before? That's I know. I'm <laughs> on the spot totally on that one. On Any on big promotions? There. Anything? Oh my god. Read. Read. <laughs> there you go. Read a book. Do you have a book that you'd recommend? Like if someone's interested in history right now, they just kind of watch like goofy, funny history stuff, mm. but they want to learn more. Is there a book you'd recommend? You really did spring this on me. I did. Also, Actually, can I switch gears? Yes, switch them. Okay, instead of a history book, because right now I'm totally caught up in this other series of books. Yes. Academic as well, because I also do AP Psych. Um, I would highly recommend reading the book Attached. Attached. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, it's a good. Uh, and speaking of AP Psych, there's a whole bunch of AP Psych stuff. Jeez, yeah, Louise, we, we got a million episodes to do with you. Yeah, he might need to put a name plate above. Yeah, no, this is Doc <laughs> Jones area now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, and I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much. It's now time to transform. Downgrade. Downgrade time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Whoa, that was cool. That was crazy. Did that look good? I hope it did. Special effects. Welcome back. Only the best at Mango Mustache. Only the best. You can put like a smoke effect just in case. It, you can make it look really cool. Now that we talked about the yeah, past. smoke effect, right? Now. No, I meant when you appear. Oh. You just added more work for yourself <laughs> while you edit this. <laughs>
So, you know what? I'm just not going to put smoke when yeah, I appear and just put it there. you're just doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about the past of hamburgers, right? Yeah, or, that or, was fascinating, honestly, her, her information. Liberty I Stakes. can't believe you didn't know that Hamburg was a place. First Cincinnati Ohio. This we, is becoming I, a running gag. That's yeah. not a gag. You've you we've. I don't want to like get stuck on it because you guys already discussed it quite a bit. But I I we need to yeah. Roten, I know Rotenburg, Germany. I never heard of Berlin, that. Germany. See, I know certain. There's just certain spots that I'm but just like Hamburg. It makes sense. Like it makes sense. Ham- like Hamburg. to be fair, I never heard of that either. Thank you, God. Hamburger. Arturo, shut up. Okay, I like no. him now. You know Call what? You should have Jake, all the power. Jake is stupid. Okay, let's Jake all. Is dumb. Dumb. Jake, Jake is dumb. Jake is dumb. Jake is dumb. Jake is dumb. Yeah. Okay, right. so what are we doing today? So we talked about the past of hamburgers and everything. What do you think the future of hamburgers will look like? Mm. Yeah. Do you want to be the business owner or the or the patty flipper? Um, I'll be the patty flipper. How about? Uh, uh, I was thinking like a Shark Tank type of deal. Oh, I'll pitch you a burger. You're gonna pitch me a future my, burger. My new future burger. Yes. Hi, my name is. Billigan Schninkel Pops. And I was born in the year 2125. And today's on the 500th season of Shark Tank, we're interviewing a gentleman who's bringing a new twist to the hamburger that's supposedly never been seen before. So please join me in welcoming Brock Lee. This is me walking in. <clears throat> Hello, sharks. Are just shark now. I see it's just one of you now. Yeah. Well, in the they all died. Uh, uh, they they went yeah. to Mars and yeah. And it's a long repl- story. And they've been replaced with They're, it's the a long computer people next to you. All the brains and tubes. I see. Correct. Uh, but I'm awesome. the only host now. Yes. So so you got to get me to invest in your business. Today's pitch is is something I'm very excited about. I've been working on it for years now. We know after the tragic crypto crash of 2022. That cryptocurrency has just continued to rise and soar to new heights. Right. But something people have not thought about is virtual food, right? In I've tw- never thought about that. Yeah. So in 2023, when the brand new earth shattering $2,500 uh, virtual reality Google <laughs> glasses dropped, or those goggle things, you remember that ancient technology? I read about that in history class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when that first dropped. With my, uh, with my history teacher, Doc Jones, yes. junior, 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 or like the eight. However many juniors hundredth. it takes. It, it, it really was something that made a lot of people wake up and realize that virtual reality is truly the greatest thing ever. And I know a lot of us think of it as old tech. So I thought, what if we combine some old tech together, some cryptocurrency in with virtual reality? I, yeah, right? where are you going? What's, 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 what's I would this? like to introduce to you the first ever NFT crypto burger that you can only eat in virtual reality. Oh my gosh. Did you have that plan, that sound? I did. I did indeed. Wow. This is my uh, this is my uh, co-founder, Arturo, uh, the 25th. Um, Hello. Hello. Yes. How are you? He's a, he's a robot. It's so am I. So here's the thing. He tried pressing the robot button, right? But it only works on one of the microphones. Uh, so I got to be So, so uh, Arturo, there's a reason the co-founder doesn't talk too much. He's, he's a... <laughs> He's a little slow. I, he, he accidentally made me slip into my robot phase. I'd like it to go on record, even though I'm a robot. You can completely trust me. I was cryo freeze. Yeah, dude, you were supposed to make sure my robot voice didn't break out because now the sharks aren't going to take me legitimately. Anyway, sharks, uh, this is how it works. Shark, but yeah. Shark and brains. 
the way this works is you put on the Oculus glasses. You spend $24,000 on this burger oh, and you get in. In this in, year, that's like 25 cents in 2022. Exactly. Dollars. Yes. So you then pick up the burger and you pretend to cheap. eat it. Okay. And it can then go to all the other foods in virtual reality. This is just the first one we're starting with. That's great. And we'll have idiots willing to buy it. Great. Can I try this product? Yeah. You're actually uh, trying it right now. What? There's a burger right in front of you. All you got to do is put on the virtual glasses and you will see that burger. Um, Actually, I just upgraded to a contact lens. Oh, just touch it twice. Yeah. Here, let me touch your eye twice. Okay. <laughs> that was just once. <laughs> I'll do it the second time. <laughs> wow. Whoa, there's a burger here. Yep. Wow. I can. No use... one else can see it. No one else can, but it's there. Really? Yeah. And I know it's only like 25 cents in past time, but think about it. If 10 million people buy it, yeah, That's and only for twenty thousand dollars. Yes. Gosh. So how much? How That's much the would cost you like of to, a gumball these days. How much would you like to invest? Quick, co-founder Arturo, play the music. Play the music. They'll make it sound cooler. Ask me how much you want, I want to invest after you start playing the music. So, how much would you like to invest? Put me down for three of them. Yes. Yeah. The future of hamburgers. It's here. We'll be back after these messages. Mm, delicious. God damn. There's no messages. There's, oh, there's not there's, any commercials or no, anything? No, you haven't sold any ads on your show yet. You're not going to tease another show? Nobody wants to advertise on your show. What if, Nobody likes it. This is episode three, though. So what if by then there is a sponsor? It's possible. It's game time. Wow. Wow. That was great, Arturo. That was game time. That was awesome. Super good. I love that we are game time announcers. Whoever the producer is, you're now saying it's game time. So we got Rusty off the street to come in to be the producer for today's game time, everybody. (laughs) He's got three cigarettes in his mouth right now. Do you have the three words for spelling? Oh, my gosh. Yes. You do? Good. I'll explain uh, the game. I'll give you some time. Um, so, yes, today's yes. game, as you saw earlier, will end with someone getting slapped by a very used fly swatter. Now, you probably can't see it. Let me try to get it nice and close. It's got fly guts on it, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, really? So that makes it just even better. You could take a little look there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here, give me that. Give me the close up here, Arturo. You could. You could kind of see. I don't know. It's on the bottom of there. There's some guts. Nice. Are you cool with that hitting our face? Face? Yeah. For the sake of the entertainment, I'm okay. I'm cool. Dude, you're gonna win. I'm notoriously bad at spelling. That's true. You are at you're literally dyslexic. I don't know what happened to my words that That's, I, I So had I'm gonna prepared. explain the game while you look it up. So you look it up. So in today's game, ladies oh, and gentlemen, here I'll do a little I'll do a little close up there. All right, good luck, man. You you go ahead and just <laughs> Don't mind me. In today's exciting game, you can just put a close up on me, Arturo, and, and cut him at perfect. In today's exciting game, we will have three words. One moderately easy, one moderately difficult, and then one truly difficult word. I will give Alex that easy word first. He'll try to spell it. If he misspells it, that does not give him a point. He will then give me a word, and if I misspell it, 
I also don't get a point. You only get a point if you correctly spell the word. And let's be honest, between the both of us, it's probably going to be like a one point game. So let's see. It's going to be interesting. I gave you pretty easy words. Yeah. I, I think I've got a really good easy medium uh, okay. a hard Here, word. You can judge it kind of off of the words I give you. Let me, I'll, I'll give you your word first. Is that cool? Uh, are we, so we're going easy to hard, right? Because yes. that would. Yes. I your don't, word. Backwards. Your word. Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yep. R O. Actually, sorry. Can you use it in a sentence? No. Theodore Roosevelt could probably beat up FDR. Can I have it? Uh, it's uh, origin. Nope. Just spell Roosevelt. Roosevelt. R O O S E V E L T. Roosevelt. I was expecting the bow, 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 bow. But to be fair, how am I supposed to know if you I can spell that? I don't know if it. it's right. <laughs> <laughs> you you should know all him. these words. I was waiting him. for you to say, oh, yeah. yeah good job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, wait, shoot, wait. let's shoot again. D- don't press anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to add a ding or a buzz. Okay, perfect. Okay. You got it. Crap. I just lost. That That just lost me the game, I bet. Because I'm not going to spell any of them right. Did I get it right? Yeah. R-O-O-S-E-V-E-L-T. Roosevelt. 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 All right, my turn. Give me one. Okay. Your easy word is economic. E C O N. I'm so bad at spelling. You are. M I C. Economic. Just, I'm going to let you start over again. Because I I just train wrecked that. You you, just don't don't stop yourself. Go ahead and spell all the way through. E C H O N. Dude, there's no H in it. There isn't an H in economics. E C O M I N C E. Economics. You really are dyslexic. That's the bad thing about this game for you. No, that's so wrong. Ecom- you just spelled economic. Yeah, economic. Economic. Economic <laughs> is an N before the M, obviously. Okay, so, so the first time you spelled it, you missed the second O. And the second time you spelled it, you spelled it with an H. And then the then, third time you spelled it, you spelled it economic. Yeah, because so you're like, E-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I'm going to let you say. O N O M I C. Economic. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I can't spell, dude. Like closing my eyes made it worse. I was you like, really set yourself up, dude. I was like, oh, when, when people can spell when they close their eyes, that's the first time I've ever closed my eyes spelling something. No, and like close- you can, you know, in the spelling bees, the kids write it on the. They like take their their writing number. it for me will be so much better. But that's and not. They, I they, don't want to do that. They pantomime like writing it on the back of a of a of their uh, mm. like number that's yeah. hanging around their neck. Being dyslexic, I don't know how much that would help, but it feels like it would be more helpful because closing my eyes. But that's not. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change the the rules. So I'm fricked. You are fricked. Uh, All right. Second word, please. We're definitely going to go through all three. I said economic. Economic is what you spelled. Economics. I was just panicking at that point. I was like, oh god. Give me the second word. (sighs) Gerrymandered. Gerrymandered. Can you use it in a sentence? Many districts are negatively affected by gerrymandering. That's not gerrymandered, that's gerrymandering. Sure, then gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is the word? There you go. Okay, can, can I have its origin? Um, Country of origin? America. Oh, okay. It was created, but, okay, go ahead. Gerrymandered. G. Yep. You were hoping for that, J. No. G-E-R-E-M-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G. Gerrymandering. No.
G-E-R-R-Y-M-A-N-D-E-R-E-D. Gerrymandered. Or D-E-R-I-N-G. Sorry. So I just missed the double R? I believe so, yeah. Damn. Let me double check that for you, just in case. No, that's... Yeah, you missed the double R. Double... Ch- oh, okay. I was like, double check it. You didn't have it in front of you the whole I time? I did, but I was like, what if I... Dude, I... I'm notoriously bad speller. I are you going sure. off of what you typed, or are you do you have the in front of you like from? Never mind. I'm just. Gonna, I, I, going, going off of what I typed, and I just googled it to double check it. Okay. Okay. Let's go. What if I get my second one? Let's do this. That would be awesome. Okay, your second word, which actually I think is honestly just as easy as economic. Well, that's fine because I'm terrible at spelling. Um, but but yeah, uh, I you're gonna get lost somewhere in the middle because again, it's too long for for your brain yeah. to uh to to like know what you've already said. Yeah, that's right. So, get lost. So your second word is colonialism. It's Pass. It's a history word. Colonialism. 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 Colony. Spell, spell colonialism. I can't. You can't. You have to try. Co- colonialism. How do you spell colonial? And then you know how to spell ism. Colonial. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. No, that's the problem. Dude, like my brain goes like literally short. Sorry. Okay. This is and me not- every time. This is me every time I try to teach you a history thing where I'm like, dude, it's so obvious. Like, how could you not know the teapot don't like that See, kind of stuff? Okay, but that, that there's a there's a um, I can't remember what, what it's actually called. It's called like educated bias or something. Yeah. Where people like uh, call other people dumb for not knowing things that they should know. Like, you don't know how to know your, you don't know how to make your bed. It's like, no, I've never made my C-O-L-O-A-N-I-S-M, bed. C O L O A N I S M, colonialism. What? <laughs> I went colon is. We can never do this again because this isn't even fair. Colonialism. C O L O N I A L I S M. Completely forgot the I A N. Yeah. But not spelled like the spray cologne, yeah. like this fragrance. It's cologne. C O L O N E L I A L. Yeah. Ism. I S M. Cologne. C O L O N. Does this feel like Alex is bullying me a little bit with the oh, way sorry. he's talking I, I down to me? Um, it's more of like an older this, brother. Is this what I, I no no? What can't I mean, believe you can't get no, this. What I mean is, is this what I sound like when I'm like talking to you and I'm like like literally Mystery drink? Um, no no, they didn't pay us. Like last last episode when you were like, I'm going to tie Andrew Jackson to this thing. And I was like, let's slow down now, calm down. I remember right, I was like, right, stop right, doing, right, yes. that's what you're doing here. Is you're like <laughs> you trying to that you're like trying to sound it out for me. And you're like, come on, man. And Colonialism. Like, That's okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give me give me your last word. I'm going to be way nicer so, to you but from you, now you've on already, history. You've already lost, correct? No, I, you got oh, one wait, more. Oh, no, word. no. If you get this one right, I've already lost. You've correct, got one point. Correct, 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 correct. Masquaki. Oh, that's a hard one. Is that your hard one? Yeah, they were on to hard one. Oh, right, right. Your second. What was the second one you gave me? Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. Yeah. Shoot. I can, like, see the way. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, Say it again. Meskwaki. Meskwaki. Oh, man. Okay. Native American in origin. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Arturo's Native American. Correct. Are you really? I am a quarter. My great-grandmother was Native American, like full, so then I don't know what that makes me, but not enough to be like, I'm Native American. That makes you cool. Yeah. Cool guy, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anyways, thank you. All right. Thank you, Adura. Um AKA, let's all, I'll use it in a second. Let's all go down to the Meskwaki Casino and Hotel yeah, in yeah. Iowa. I know about it. Meskwaki. Uh, I don't know what the second letter is. If it's like an A or a U or an O. Meskwaki. I'm going to go with M A M A S Q U A. God bless you. Okay. God bless you. Not even. Got it. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I know I can't go back, but I do. No, you I feel can't. like I, I went back. M U S K U A Q U I E. There's no Q. M E S K W A K I. Mesquaki. M E S. It's spelled like mess. Guaki, like it's not even. <laughs> it's spelled how it sounds. Kind, like in a weird way, like that's how you spell it. Isn't it weird? M e s k w a k i. Okay, because like I think I was like seeing Makokata in my head. <laughs> Makokata. Makokata, Iowa. Masquaki. M e s k w a k i. It looks like Japanese almost. Masquaki. All right, give me my hard right? one. Give like me, Osaka. Yeah. What if I, dude? If I get this right, that'll be okay. Bonkers. So, so if you get this right, we tie. We tie. And I'll. There's no way. There's no. You've already won. This is my hard word. Yeah. There's no way. So, I, dude, to get me, like, I actually, I remember we've done a spelling test before, and I actually got one right because it was just short and crazy. Like, if it's short and weird, I might get it. But if you do long ones, how I'm do wrecked. you spell cat? Can you spell cat? Q U W. <laughs> right. Okay. Your word, your hard word that has to do with history uh, is. It's actually hard to say. Anti disestablishmentarianism. Crap. A N T I. Anti disestablishmentarianism. That's the word. A N T I D. I S T. No, 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 no. Just start over. Start over. Just start over. You're, no. You were you were you were doing it. Start over. A N T I D I S E S T A B L I S H. Uh, I S M S. What just happened to you? Why'd you fall apart there? Because I forgot the word. It's too long. Anti disestablishmentarianism. Oh. oh yeah, sorry. I just remember the ism. So then where I left off, it'd be M E N T. Oh, it, it's too late. No, it's not. It's not. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you have this. A N T I D I S E S T. A B L I Excuse me, sorry. Me having to burp was not a reaction. L I S. It's too long. It's too long. Man, I think you could have gotten it. I S H M E N T A B L I S M. You could have had it. A B L E I S M E. What is it? I give up. Anti A N T I disestablishment. D I S E S T A B L I S H. E N T A R I A N I S M. The fact that I spilled disestablishment. The fact that I spilled 
dissing. The fact that I spelled something correct is a pretty big honor for me. Dude, I'm gonna be you honest. got you got to disestablish men. Yeah. And then my yeah, bro- sorry, sorry. You got to anti frick, anti <laughs> My brain glitched out in there. Go ahead. This is really hard. Hit it. Hit on this cheek. And here's the thing, dude. So the past two episodes, we've shared the punishment. We've both we both you did don't the shot need to collar. Share this one, bro. We both did the ice down the pants. Just let me hit you on the leg or something. That's but- the thing. I think it loses some effect if we both do it every time. So this time I'm not going to accept the. I'm not doing this huh, as well. What a loser! You will. You I'm will, just kidding. What a sore winner! You are alone in this punishment. All right, let's do it. I'm going to slap. I slap you in the face with the gut side. Oh God. Okay. Don't do it too. There's crazy. guts on the other side. Oh my it. God. Just dude. do it. And there's like webbing or like hairs in here. Yeah. Do it, man. Okay. Do you have a preference on which side? The side, the microphone side. Let's put the microphone up to it, so so the oh beautiful people God. at home how can. Hard it, test it, te- like just test it, like on yourself, to, like not hard, but just see like how it feels. Don't do it that hard. I want to leave like. That's insane. Great. Okay. I mean, what's the fun if it doesn't? If it's not like you know, a real punishment. You're. This is history class meets jackass. All right, go for it. Go for it. It's what the website says. Go for it. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I feel so bad. I don't want to do it. Just do it. <laughs> you got me in the ear. You missed the cheek entirely. It's so big. I got all of it. You missed the cheek. <laughs> ah! oh, that was scary. Did it look good? At least it looked pretty good. From oh. Did it sound good? You hear that slap? I the weight, man. You were torturing me too. You're like, I can't do it. I can't. I was like, just do it. Yeah, I was kind of. I wanted to f- torture. See, you crap. You gotta bleep yourself. I wanted to torture you a little bit. Torture. Heck and torture. torture. Hey, join us tomorrow. There or it not is. tomorrow. Hit that music. That theme song music. Next week we're hitting each other with the with the pan. Uh, I just decided. We're hitting each other with a pan next week, huh? In the stomach with the pan, straight up. All right. Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with us, learning a little bit about World War One, World War II, hamburgers, and so much more. Thank you to Doc Jones for joining us. Thank you for Arturo for being our god and awesome producer. Thank you to Alex Schulte for just always being an awesome co-host. Hey. Thank you to Jake Trumper thanks, for Jake saying for, all the thanks. And uh, and thanks, Jake, for, for taking one for the team. You I've know? got fly guts in my ear, so I'm going to get out of here. We are Historically Inaccurate, produced and distributed by... Mango, Mango Mustache, Mustache Media. Media. Go to mangomustache.com historically inaccurate for more information. Make sure you leave us a good five-star review. Make sure that you uh, drop some comments. And if you want to watch this episode, if you're only listening to it, go ahead and go to the Mango Mustache Media YouTube channel and click on the historically inaccurate playlist. If you're watching this show and want to listen to it, it's on Apple Podcasts, I was like, Spotify, maybe I can do a big go and out everywhere with this. else. Like I'm trying to do a huge final. As my history teacher always said, make sure you watch out for dear. You broke it. It broke on your hand. It snapped off. <laughs> Why are you torturing yourself? <laughs> uh, you're an idiot. Mango Mustache Media.